What's going on, everyone? Philly Insider Podcast. I'm Hunter Doyle. We got Nate Tossing and Ian Baldwin here with me, too. And we're excited for some college football championship games. So not our our usual content, but we do keep up with college football a lot more than we talk about on the pod. And I think we're all big fans. I know Nate's obviously, uh, Ian dropped his phone. (laughs) Um, Ian's (laughs) improviser now. He's in the car. We appreciate Ian being here in the first place. Mm -hmm. So thank you for taking the time, Ian. But Ian's a big OU fan. Nate's a Cincinnati guy. Also loves this Clemson team when, you know, they're actually – pretty decent and then for me i, I love still temple love justin ross yeah I, I love temple and lsu myself um but temple. honestly i think we all just enjoy following certain players and following college football as a whole and like i think that's kind of where the at least i think i speak for the three of us when i say we get to kind of enjoy it a little more than professional because professional we have ties to certain teams you know um but with all that said Let's jump in. So I know this isn't a conference championship game, but I do want to start with the Army Navy game. <laughs> Such a historic rivalry. I I personally just love that game. It's one of my favorite games of the whole year. That and the Thanksgiving games are just tradition for me. Um, I'll start us off, guys. So we were talking about this a little bit before we got started. I am going to take Navy, though. And I think that, look, new quarterback this year who's adjusting to the triple option offense, that they are one of the unique teams in college football that does still run that triple option under center offense. But I think if they get going a little bit, you saw it again, Nate, you saw it against Cincinnati. They gave them a little bit of a yeah. scare. If they get going and build a little bit of a lead, they can win some games. Kenny Matalolo has had that system in place for a long time. And I, I think they're going to pull one out of the hat. I mean, it always happens in army Navy. There's always a close game when you don't expect it because that's just such a big deal. But Ian going to you next, who you got in this game and Nate, you can wrap us up on this one. Yeah, honestly, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna actually go with Navy because this is literally for no reason, but whenever I actually sit down and watch that game, Navy always wins. I have never seen an army win whenever I watch the Army Navy game. It's just how it happens. And I can tell you I'll be watching this year because the uniforms this year look dope for the game. Yes. Um they're always so sick. Also, um and also, Hunter, just like you were saying, I mean, they did give Cincy a bit of a scare. Um, they can they can play against some big boys, and I honestly think they could play up to Army. So I'm going to go with Navy. Uh, I'll close this out. And as much as I've seen Navy give some trouble, um, ultimately they have played horribly this year, um, except against us. They decided to step up. Uh, Army has just played well. They've held their own against some pretty admirable teams. They clobbered Liberty. They went down to Virginia and destroyed them. Uh, They nearly beat Wake Forest as well. And uh, honestly, I think, uh, you know, especially in that Liberty game, it proved that their quarterback, uh, Christian Anderson, no clue who that guy is, is just better than Malik Willis. Uh, I'm going to go Army here. I think it'll be a great game. Um, people look at the records and see like eight and three, three and eight, but it's going to be much closer than that for sure. Yeah. Uh, these guys always play out and it's always just a classic tradition right before Christmas. Facts. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get on to the conference championship games that are this week with that said. So yeah. we go from a game that's two weeks out to a game that is tonight at 8 PM Eastern on ABC, which I'm excited. So just so you guys know, we're only doing the power five. If you want to hear my opinion on the other games, comment, and I'll answer your question, but we're going to go with Oregon and Utah, the rematch. I did. For the record, I'll brag on myself a little bit. I had Utah win in that game a couple weeks ago, and I was yeah, very proud did, of that. Yeah, he did. He um, did. So I'm, I'm, I, I, that's my little brag. If you want to bring up one of my bad takes, go for it to balance it out. But um, 
I want to go to you, Nate, Nate first and see what you think. Ian, I want you to go next, and then I'll kind of wrap up with my thoughts on it. I'm curious to hear what you guys have to say on this one. Yeah, I mean, um, it, this is, I think this is just going to be a great um, – just a great game. Uh, these two teams have played well um, throughout the whole uh, season. You know, Oregon obviously was in the top four for a time. Utah was unrated, and then they played lights out against um, – they played lights out against uh, Oregon, beat them. But the thing is, is that it, it's going to be a great football game. I mean, you've got possibly two top 10 uh, first rounders going here with uh, Kayvon Chase on. I can never say his rate. Uh, Thibodeau. Kayvon Thibodeau. That's another guy. Uh, Thibodeau, uh, Edge coming out of Oregon solid. And then Derek Lloyd on the Utah side, really solid linebacker. I'm really impressed by him. So this is going to be a great game. I'm going to have to go just because we've always talked about this, how, you know, you, you beat the team two and zero in the season or in the regular season. And then you go to the playoffs and you lose to them. You know, I'm going to have to go with that here. Utah beat them in the regular season. I just think that Oregon's just going to finish out strong. I think they have um, Penny Sewell's uh, brother, Noah as well. Um, on and Micah Pittman. So, so. Uh, that's true. Yeah. His, uh, his, uh, what's his brother play? Is he a wide receiver as well? I think he's a wide receiver. Yeah. Wide receiver. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll be a great game and, uh, yeah, I- I'm going to take, uh, Oregon here now that it doesn't worry the Bengals <laughs> or not Bengals and Bearcats, but it doesn't worry them. I'm going to go with, uh, the Oregon ducks here to, to close out the pack 12 championship. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I think, um, I think uh, honestly, I'm going to have to agree with Nate. I think Oregon will win this game. I really do like Utah, and, and I mean, Joel Klatt, um, I'm a big Joel Klatt guy for those who, who do not know. He is like my college football guidebook. Um, but Joel Klatt loves the program that Utah is putting together, and I really do think that they could be like a powerhouse team in like two years. But as of right now, I just think Oregon's the better football team. They have more, in my opinion, just pure talent. Um, so I'm going to have to go with Oregon, but I think it'll be a really close game. Uh, but I just think Oregon gets it back on them. I don't think they forget that loss that happened a few weeks ago. I'm going to go I'm gonna go 3-0 and here with you guys. I'm taking Oregon as well for the reasons you both said, specifically what Nate said with I think Oregon's going to come back. They're going to have a better game plan this game, and I think – Anthony Brown's going to play better. I think Travis Dye is going to run all over Utah. Um, and, yeah, I, I will say, Nate, I'm really hoping to see Devin Lloyd play well because I hope the Eagles snag him, even though we never draft first-round linebackers. But um, I am excited to see this game, and I, I do think that Oregon is going to come out on top. So now, Ian, we go to one of one game that you'll be familiar with. The first game of Saturday that we really have um, at noon on ABC, the Big 12 Championship. Sorry about last weekend. I know it was tough. But we've got Oklahoma State quarterback Spencer Sanders leads them into action against Baylor. And Dave Aranda, who has had a really good year with Baylor as the head coach, has been coming up in some head coaching talks. But he's obviously got the Big 12 championship to focus on. Ian, who you got in this game after, you know, you got your rivals in two teams you really don't like here, I'm sure. But who you got in this game? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be real. Like seeing, seeing the fact that my Sooners are not in there. It, it, it's so painful. Um, I just want to, like, I know Hunter said we don't have an undying allegiance to really a team. I, I do with my Sooners, but like, so I like, I literally am almost crying. Um, that being said, I, I do have to say, even though I can't stand them, 
Baylor always has such a good program. They run such a tight ship. They always have such good talent at the wide receiver position. Their quarterback has been playing very well this year. And I'm going to be real. I got to go with Baylor over OSU. I really, I really do. OSU, I mean, the fact that my sorry Sooners were able to keep it tight with OSU and like keep it a game, I, I've just, I've got to go with, I've got to go with, um, with uh, Baylor. Nate, thoughts? Wow. Um, yeah, this is a, this is an interesting game. I didn't expect Oklahoma state to be here, you know, unfortunately, sorry to the Sooners, um, but they're going to bounce back. They always do. They're such a, uh, such a big football organization that they'll, they'll be back. Um, but yeah, for me, this is interesting. Obviously, um, the, the Oklahoma state and Baylor played early in the year. Uh, this was when Baylor was, I believe the 21st rank. And I don't even know if Oklahoma state was ranked during then, but the thing is that was near the beginning of the year. I think maybe week three or four, these are two different teams. They, they've gotten new, uh, new surges of energy on both sides of the field. Um, you know, I, I'm not too familiar with uh, Gary Bohannon, but, um, you know, he, he played well uh, throughout the second half. He was able to carry them. One guy I want to bring up, he's kind of a low-key guy. Uh, he popped off against Oklahoma. I hate to bring him up, Ian, but uh, Tay Martin, um, really solid guy. I knew you were going to say two Tay touchdowns, Martin. Um, 100 yards total. The dude's the dude makes makes plays, you know, and I know he's not really the most well-known guy. I don't even know if he'll go in the draft, to be honest, but. Uh, he's always a, he's always going to be a playmaker and I think he'll be a play there. So I, as much as I hate to say it, because if they win, this could kick out the Bearcats. I think Oklahoma is going to take it here. I think it'll be much closer game than people are expecting um, because people just look at previous, you know, matchups like, Oh, they're going to run all over him. I, th- I think it's going to be a very close game. One, one score game. Um, but I'm going to have to go with Oklahoma state here. I'm really torn on this matchup. Like I could see this going either way. I could see a blowout either way. I could see a close game either way. Like I think there's a lot of possibilities, but um, I am going to go with, uh, with Bo Hannon here in the Baylor, uh, Baylor Bears. I, I I think, like you said, Ian, I think he's played well. Um, I think he's got good legs on him. Um, I'm excited to see how he does. I, I do like Spencer Sanders too. I don't think he's, you know, the best quarterback in the world, but I, you know, I like the grit and heart he has. Um, and I like watching him go out there and play, but I think that Baylor's going to pull this one out. So moving on to our next game of the day, um, really significant one. So we got a couple of 3 p.m. slates. The first one, obviously this one has major implications for the playoffs, being Alabama and Georgia. Um, look, I'm just going to get mine out of the way. I could see Bama winning this game. Like they will absolutely show up and they will be prepared for this game and they will believe that they're going to win this game. Saban is going to get them ready. Um but I also think that Kirby smart, I think it's his year and I think it is his guy's time to shine. And I really feel like he wants to start his own legacy and be one of the first guys to really um, take down Saban. I don't think Saban's lost to an assistant, if I'm not mistaken, but I think Kirby is going to get it done for the first time, kind of like Harbaugh got it done against OSU for the first time. And I think Georgia is going to end up winning this game and Bama is could be on the outside looking in come college football playoff uh, selection show day. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Hunter, um, with Jim Harbaugh tackling his demons, you know, I, I think that this is a uh, this is a year of change for a lot of things. Um, and yeah, it's so interesting because I, you know, watching the Georgia Dominant, obviously, I know 
all too well how good Georgia can be in uh, championship games and bowl games. But, um, but yeah, they're a good team. And the thing that's crazy is looking at them, their undefeated season so far, um, looking, uh, looking at their, their, their positions. And I'm like, these guys are not putting up crazy numbers. They're not putting up 6,000 yards, you know, for a passing defense. It's because they're, they're efficient and they're defense. They score at a hundred yards. They don't do 400 yards and then they get one touchdown. They score and they need to, their defense is, what do you need to say about their defense? I think their average game or points against is like 12 or something like that. It's, it's crazy. They're insane. And I mean, this is going to be such a battle of the offense versus defense. Could you swing over to the Alabama Crimson Tides? They got Bryce Young, possibly going to be the Heisman winner. There's a little bit of debate in there. He's one of the best quarterbacks, um, in, in college football right now. And if I'm not correct, it's his second year or is his first year? I forget. Um, doesn't matter. He's, it doesn't matter. The dude's playing lights out and they, they have, uh, I don't know how Alabama keeps doing this. They keep producing wide receiver talents. John Mechie, I think that's how you say his name, the third. This dude is like a combination of every single previous Alabama uh, wide receiver, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, Henry Ruggs. The dude is insane. Um, he's always going to be a problem, but I, I'm just going to have to say, I'm going to go with my fundamentals in sports. Defense wins games. Georgia's going to prevail. Um, I think it'll be a relatively low-scoring game, um, and I think Georgia's going to slay the Giants, kick the Alabama out of the top four. Uh, someone might slither into the number three spot. Who knows? Could be anyone. Um, but, yeah, I'll take Georgia. Um, I'll take Georgia. <laughs> All right, Ian, wrap us up. Yeah, I mean, I'm listen, I'm going to also have to make this three for three. The thing that I think sets Georgia apart is their defense that's how they're winning games it's really just the stronghold of them as a team and yeah. i think that as evidenced in that texas a&m game that bama lost i'll tell you what that when texas played against bama they put the clamps on them on defense they let nothing by and i love bryce young i think he's going to be an incredible yeah. quarterback but he is, I believe he's only a red shirt or a true freshman, if I'm not mistaken. I know it's one of the two. He's a young, young, young quarterback. And I'm going to be honest, it was evidenced, like when he gets a ton of pressure put on him, yeah, he's good with his legs. But at the same time, his decision-making isn't the most polished when he's, when he's under like extreme duress. And I think Georgia is going to put him in that exact position where he's under extreme duress. He won't have a lot of time. He won't make the best decisions because Georgia is built to – their defense is built to last four quarters of football. And there's no tiring them out. I think they'll get off the field quick. I'm going to be honest. I think Georgia prevails. But like Nate said, I do think it will be a low-scoring game. Well, all right, Ian. Uh, I mean, um, we are going to – I saw you shaking your head during the last one. So, um Actually, it's Nate's team. So I'll have him start with this one. We got another 3 p.m. game on ABC. Um, a, a championship that is also near and dear to my heart as a Temple fan yeah. that I've watched for a long time. Memphis, Houston, Temple, Sensi, all those teams. Navy at one point when they had Keenan Reynolds. I love Don't the American Southern Florida. Uh, screw Southern Florida. They beat Temple and yeah, are, are undefeated. Here, really? Uh, along with Notre Dame. Back when they had Marlon Mack. But um, anyway, that's besides the point. Houston versus Cincinnati. So, Ian, I will have you go second. I want Nate to go first in this one, but I'm interested to hear both of your guys' thoughts. I will say first, I'm taking Cincinnati. They've had a really good year. Ritter, um, you know, Ritter's had his ups and downs, but 
I just think he's a leader. They have a lot of first round, second round talent there this mm-hmm. year. Luke Fickle is an amazing coach. And I don't think the, the stakes are going to be too big for him. I, I think Houston's an amazing program. I believe they've won 11 in a row. Um, props to them. They've really stayed consistent despite, you know, kind of changes through the program throughout years back to the Greg, good old days with Greg Ward as the quarterback. But I am going to take Cincy here. Yeah, um, I mean, coming from the beautiful Nippert Stadium uh, on, on Saturday, make sure you tune in for that. going to be a great game. Um, yeah, for those that don't know, I'm a, I'm a diehard Bearcats fan. Um, I have a Clemson fan last year. I liked Clemson, but uh, the, the Bearcats are probably, uh, you know, probably one of my favorite sports teams to watch right now, you know, rivaling the Bengals. That's just how entertaining they are to watch. And as someone that watches uh, analysts who don't watch them and then try and talk smack. I'm like, you don't watch the games. You don't understand how, how the Bearcats are. This team is special. And I hate to say it, but this team uh, is going to leave uh, with the draft and there's not going to be too much talent left, but, uh, but that's for a problem for another time. Houston is a, is a good team. Don't get me wrong. If this was basketball, Houston would be spanking us right now, but this is football and they have not won a big game yet. This year, their only big win was against SMU, and SMU tanked near the near, around that that loss that they had against them against Houston. That's not that impressive of a portfolio. Don't get me wrong, Clayton Toon, great quarterback, but the Bearcats have defense that is is just insane. I mean, Ahmad Garner, one of the best corners in college football right now. I dare say the best, but that's just me. Kobe Bryant, another great uh, defensive back added to them. They got people like Majai Sanders. First round talent, uh, Darren Barnett, another great linebacker. This is this is some good team, uh, some a team around them. And don't even get me started on their offense. You know, Desmond Ritter, he's had some he's had some accuracy problems, but he makes he makes throws, he makes plays. Jerome Ford is healthy, which is going to be important. He is having an amazing year right now. Um, he's in, I think in the top Pierce. five in touchdowns. What? Alec Pierce. Al Pierce, another, yeah, another great wide receiver, very under the radar. A lot of people don't, you know, know the, the Bearcats. I'm taking the Bearcats here. It's going to be a slaughter. Um, they've proven that they can be great teams. They destroyed Notre Dame in, in the Irish Stadium. Um, yeah, I'm going Bearcats here all the way. All right, Dan. Yeah, Nate, you – so I'm going to be real. I'm, I'm going to be outright. I have not bought into Cincinnati since all year. Um, bought into Oklahoma just fine. They haven't, they haven't played difficult competition. And I'll admit, Oklahoma fell when they played difficult competition. And also, at least I didn't switch teams when my other team started doing bad. But that's a story for another day. Um, but was a anyway, Bearcats fan before being, the start of the point, season. Point being is I'm going to take Houston for this reason. Exactly like you said, they haven't had really a big win this year. They had SMU, but that was when they started to implode a little bit. SMU. That is, I think Houston went under, they lost their first game and I believe on 11 game win streak or something like that. I like Houston here. They've got momentum. They've got grit. And listen, since he has not played really stiff competition, I'll buy in when I see a stiff win. That's what I'll buy in on since So I'm <laughs> going with Houston. I guess right. Notre Dame just doesn't Maybe. exist. Um, number six team right. in the nation right now. That's pretty I'm stiff competition. Respect. I and away. Ian's stance, though, because Notre Dame has had their yeah. struggles this year, too. Um, you can attack my team, but don't attack my I'll, fan. I'll go. All right. Moving on to the fan. Big Ten Championship with Michigan and Iowa. Moving on to Michigan and Iowa. 
Um, we've got Michigan, obviously trying to make their way into the playoff and Iowa is out here, you know, obviously trying to play spoiler and Iowa's had a little bit of a tough year. Um, at times they just haven't had an efficient offense. I'll start us off guys. Look, I just, honestly, I think that Michigan is just gonna, I think they're going to be able to win this game. Um, if Iowa, maybe they pull it out, maybe they play some defense, but I just don't think Iowa's offense can keep up with Michigan. So Nate, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, Michigan has one of the best uh, front seven right now. Um, you know, Aiden Hutchinson is just insane. The dude is going to go top three, in my opinion. Um, just yeah. destroying people. And on the other side, you've got David Ojobo. I don't know how to say his name. Ojabo yeah. on the other side. Just another solid uh, edge there. They're just going to overwhelm Iowa State. I-, I never bought into the Iowa State hype when they were ranked number two. Like, who did they play to get there you know and so um maybe iowa <laughs> woo, you know um but i think it'll be a, a okay game I, though i'm taking michigan you know they're they're they tackled their demons they got no one else to to lose to you know except for maybe in the uh playoffs to the bearcats but um besides that you know they're gonna they're gonna beat iowa iowa here in uh in this championship all right Ian. Yeah, I, I also think I'm going to go with Michigan here. Listen, this was the first year that they beat Ohio State. That's obviously going to be just a huge mark on this season for them, especially the the Jim Harbaugh narrative, especially. So I'm going to be real. This team's got a fire lit in them. I really could see them beating Iowa. Iowa is putting together an amazing program. I know I keep quoting Joel Klatt, but they are going to be a team – in three to four years, that will be a consistent powerhouse for a good time to come. They've got mm-hmm. great recruitment. They're putting together a great program there. And I don't want to take away from what Iowa is doing. But right now, Michigan really does have lightning in a bottle this year. So I, I've got to go with Michigan. All right. Well, going on to our last game, less interesting than the other ones. But after this, we'll give our top four without any explanation. Just give your top four. But first, Pittsburgh versus Wake Forest. Um, Nate, why don't you go first in this one? You look excited about it. Um, I'll follow up, and Ian, you can finish off. What are your thoughts? Who's winning this one, Nate? Um, I'll just say this. From the moment I discovered his name, he became an already favorite of mine. I'm going. I'm going, Pitt, baby. Kenny Pickett. They're not going to be able to pick him. They're going to be getting owned. Taking the Panthers. Right here, let's go. <laughs> let's go, Pitt. Um, it's nice to see them doing well. They haven't had the best football program in the last few years. Um, love Penny Pickett. Hopefully he's going to be a first-round QB. I think he should be the first one off the board, but that's just me. Um, besides Desmond Ritter, of course. <laughs> but uh, I'll go Pitt here. Um, I think it'll be a good game, but, uh, yeah, I got to go Pitt. Wake Forest, decent, but nobody can stop Kenny Pickett. So just to clarify, I was shaking my head over the jokes, not over the pick. Um, I am also, <laughs> taking, I am also taking Pittsburgh. Um, Ian, Ian, as my witness, I have really kind of fallen in love with Kenny Pickett over the past couple of weeks, just watching some of his tape. Um, I really think he could have a shot to be one of the better quarterbacks out of this upcoming class, which is admittedly not a good class, but I do think he has a shot to be really, really, really solid quarterback. And I think his experience He's look, he's a fifth year senior. Like I, this moment is not going to phase him. And I think, I think he is going to go and and take down Wake Forest for the championship. And I, that's really why I'm taking it because of the leadership they have there with Pickett. Ian, finish us off. 
Yeah, I'm going to be real. I know you all saw my camera go off. Um, my breath stunk as bad as Nate's jokes did, so I had to freshen up a bit. Um, point being, though, I am going with Pitt. as your listen, takes. Kenny Pickett is um, – Kenny Pickett, listen, he's a fifth-year senior. Like Hunter said, he's kind of been there, done that scenario. Um, I also – I believe he's, like, actually technically in his sixth year because of the COVID season, if I'm not mistaken, Hunter. Um, he's been there for so but, long. Yeah, he's been here. He's been in Pitt forever. Um, he's clearly going to be an NFL caliber QB at what degree he'll play in the NFL. In my opinion, kind of a question mark. He's got nice tape, but he's also got two years of physical development among the seniors. So that being said, I am going with Pitt. I I don't want to expound on it anymore. So, yeah. All right. Now top four, no explanation at all. We already gave our picks for the games. I'm going to go first. So for selection Sunday, this is we might we might actually even do like a little our own selection Sunday show just talking about after the games who we think is going to get in because there might be some debate if chaos happens. But I'm going to go yeah. one. Mine's going to be very uninteresting, so that's why I'll go first. I'll go one Georgia, two. I'm going to keep Michigan there. I think they're going to win decisively. Three. I'm going to move Cincinnati up there after they beat a good team, um, and then I think four. I am going to keep Bama in because I have Baylor beating Oklahoma State. If Oklahoma State gets in, I still might keep Bama in there, though, because I think that the committee is just going to see Bama as a superior team because of the competition they play. And just, they're Bama. I mean, the committee does have some bias. I, I don't blame them for having bias towards Bama. Bama. Bama has shown time and time again, if you put us in the playoff, we will go in there and win the national championship. They did it when they were the four seed, and they ended up beating Georgia in the, nat- the natty. So I do think they're going to keep Bama in there. As much as I hate to say that as an LSU guy, I hope they don't, but that's my top four. Ian, who you got? Nate, you can wrap us up. Yeah. I mean, obviously, as a bit of a uh, Cincy hater, um, it would make sense that they are not in my top four. So that being said, um, I am going to go with, one, going to keep Georgia in there. Two, I'm going to go Michigan. Three, I mean, this is where I kind of am a little – I honestly am not really sure. I'd fly Bama in at four. Um, just solely because of the fact that, again, like Hunter said, Bama has bias. Obviously, without Cincy in there, like three is a bit of a wild card that honestly I really had struggled to think of. Um, probably have to put Baylor in there or probably. someone, else. or maybe no, you might have to or put Oklahoma. Notre Dame. In there, oh, wait, never mind. Notre Dame. I'm sorry that you're salty that your team didn't play hard teams, Nate, and that you're really your team's a question Ian, mark. Ian, sorry you, about that. You know, would you put Notre Dame or whoever you had winning the Baylor Oklahoma State game or LSU in there out of those three I would, teams? I would probably put Baylor in there if considering that over, Notre, over Notre Dame and Ohio State. Oh, I forgot about Ohio State. I would probably go Ohio State over Notre Dame. Over Notre Dame, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Wow. That is an interesting. Good that thing is I get to follow that up. Um, wow. My bracket's going to look like one of the best. Um, all right. So number one, Georgia, they're going to handle their business with Bama. And I just can't see, um, I just can't see what's it called, uh, them keeping Bama in. I mean, this would be the first two loss team to make the playoffs. Um, I could definitely see them being really stupid in doing that, but, um, just with how the rest of the, the, the championship weekend goes, I think they're going to have to exit them out. Number two is going to be Michigan. They're going to handle their own against Iowa. Um, they're going to be there. Number three, I'm going to have to go with Oklahoma State here. Um, 
just knowing the committee and, and their, uh, their uh, dislike, dislike towards uh, certain teams, AAC teams, you know, they just don't think they play good teams, even though they beat Notre Dame, uh, number six seed. Um, and then I'm going to stick with Cincinnati at number four. They're going to handle their business at Houston, but uh, Houston's not the craziest uh, town. I mean, they're 21st in the nation, so that's still pretty good. But um, I just know the committee, they're going to uh, make uh, Cincinnati play Georgia. Oklahoma State's going to – oh, did I say Oklahoma? I meant to say Oklahoma State, my bad. You Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State. Uh, will be playing – Okay, Oklahoma. good. Just wanted to make sure, not Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma State will be playing Michigan. Uh, it'll be nice because the, the Bearcats will get the revenge game against Georgia. Desmond Ritter uh, has a vendetta. Uh, but I think it'll be great whatever happens. It's just cool that it's not the same four teams every year. I mean, gosh, Georgia, Alabama, Oklahoma, you know, and who else is there? You know, it's just annoying. And Ohio State, it's annoying seeing those teams. So it's nice, whoever it is, that Oklahoma State might be in. Michigan might be in. You know, the Bearcats might be in. Notre Dame might make it in. So it's just nice to see that there might be um, some different, you know, some different teams in there. I think no matter how this weekend goes, at least one new team – between Michigan, Oklahoma State, and the Bearcats will have to be in, you know. I don't think there's a way that knocked out, you know. So, yeah, I think it'll be good. I'm excited. Obviously, I'm rooting for my Bearcats. But um, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, uh, it's you know, they just have to play their game, you know, any given Saturday too. That's also another saying. Uh, any right. team can win. And, uh, yeah. All right. Thank you all for watching. We appreciate it. Um, it's going to be fun to see how it all unfolds. We'll get – um, we'll get you guys some videos out this weekend and looking forward to looking at the results of these games. Thank you guys for watching. Run, baby, run, flag goes fly. God bless y'all. Peace out.